Hey friends, thanks so much for following the Your Story Matters platforms and also this brand new podcast, the Your Story Matters podcast. I collected a lot of these stories from survivors to share of their journey of survivorship, healing and recovery from abuse. It helps us understand by listening to somebody else's experience. It serves as a guidepost into opening up our understanding that two things, we're not alone and it wasn't our fault. So I thank you for joining me on this journey. Also, be sure to follow me on another brand new platform, Substack. I'm going to be releasing articles and other media content on that very soon. So go to Substack and search Brandon Dempsey, and I'll see you there. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get to our podcast, Season 1, Episode 1 of Mary DeMuth. Hope you enjoy. Hey, survivors of spiritual abuse and wounded friends, what's good? Brandon Dempsey here with Confessions of a Worship Leader. Welcome back to another episode of The Confessional or The Confessional Booth, either way. So today's topic, the worship cover-up. Is it true that there are certain churches that hold worship services that act as if it's more of a show, a presentation? Could it also be coined as a cover-up? Now, I am arriving at this topic due to a post I saw this morning on social media that inferred that we as worship leaders, we as Christians, should remove ourselves from hurt and remove the idea of unforgiveness from ourselves. Or maybe not the idea, but remove unforgiveness from our awareness of what other people have done to us. Now, there's two sides to this that I agree and disagree. I agree that we are to not hold on to our hurt and not receive the mercy and grace of Christ. The same is true that we are not to withhold forgiveness from others when we ourselves are forgiven. Okay, so biblically, yes, I agree with those principles. That's what I live by. But I also believe on the other side of this that when a person is hurt, and just to tell them that they should no longer hurt anymore, it's almost inhuman to do that in the moment. I believe that letting go letting go of hurt is the same as forgiveness. It, there's a process to it. If a person has been hurt so badly or they've been uh, and, and that's in any kind of form of hurt, it's difficult to let it go and it's also difficult to forgive others. Why is it difficult to forgive others and difficult to let go hurt? Well, because even Jesus addressed it so many times about forgiveness. He wasn't saying that we should be forgiving others to beat us over the head and do it out of obligation even when we don't want to. He was saying to forgive others because he knows he knows it's difficult to forgive others and there's a process involved. And so I believe that 
when we cut ourselves off from pain and forgiving others, we also cut off our own emotion and sometimes our own ability to do it. We are made of human flesh and it's difficult in this life to live with pain around us. So the super Christian would say, well, let it go. But the human Christian would say, well, I know I can let it go and I will, but I need to also let the hurt out and work through it, which I think is not only biblical, but it's also human. So this is a roundabout way of talking on the topic of the worship cover-up. Why do I bring all, why do I bring this all together? Well, because think about it this way: when we as human cut ourselves off from feeling emotion and hurt and the feelings of unforgiveness, when we cut those things off, it's almost like dressing up and having an appearance before others like everything is okay. See what I'm saying? It's easy for us to say, I'm not going to hurt anymore, and therefore, I'm going to do this to change my personality, my look, my character, so that way others don't see that of me. What they're really doing is they are hiding themselves because they don't want to look at their own pain. Much is the same as churches. Instead of us addressing the real deal and the real problems with who we are as a church and what we've been doing, it's easy for us to focus on something else like, well, let's talk more about the church building. Let's make everything look aesthetically holy. So that way it takes our eyes off of the real problem and puts our eyes on things that are not a problem. Same is true as worship services. So we adorn our worship services with the same kind of aesthetics also, songs, prayers, language, things that we do to keep our eyes off of the real problem and put our eyes more on more sacred things, which we call, and I'm, I know I'm stepping on a really fine line here, but yes, true, we are to focus our eyes on Jesus, you're saying. Yes, I totally agree with you. Our hearts are focused on God. But does that mean we as humans do that 100% of the time, 365, 24-7? I don't. My thoughts are not always holy and not on God. I need help. Yes, but that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to focus our attention back on God and not away and not on our problems. I know, but habitually when we do that so much to refocus our energies and redirect, we're also neglecting our own hurt and our own pain and our own forgiveness that we should be giving to others and should be working through those emotions. Why? Well, so that we can bring all those in principle to God. It's not about hiding our hurt, forgiveness, and pain from God and from each other. It's about bringing it to God. It's about bringing it to Jesus, saying, Lord, look, I have a problem. I hurt this person damaged me. This person took advantage of me. I am a miserable person that needs to forgive others, and I don't know how. And how can we then, if we don't bring those things to the Lord, how can we learn mercy, grace, truth, forgiveness, if we're constantly siphoning that off of ourselves, or siphoning it away from others, telling other people, you shouldn't hurt, 
you should not feel this. You should forgive. You should, you should, you should. When we are not doing it ourselves, it sounds like we're just current day Pharisees all over again. All about talk, but not about walk. So are we, again, I asked a question, covering up our worship services so that other people see and hear things that indeed are holy, but we're not addressing the real truth, the real hurt, the real pain, but also we're not receiving the real truth and love and mercy of Jesus. If we are to denounce our own hurt, then how are we not denouncing God's receiving love and healing to that hurt? That's my point. That's why I bring this together. It's easy for us, don't get me wrong. Yes, again, we keep our eyes focused on Jesus, but we need help. We need reminders. We need love and encouragement. The nurturing to say that it's okay, even at times when we don't feel like it. That, my friends, is not only really leading people in worship, but it's really leading people towards good spiritual health and not bad spiritual principles of a narcissist, of a narcissistic church or system. I know because I've been there. So that's today's confessional. Don't cover up worship. Lead worship. Lead the truth and biblical love of worship. And that also may mean looking into ourselves and having God help us fix our mess before we lead others in worship to help them. Love you guys. Thanks so much again for downloading this podcast and episodes. And be sure to subscribe to the Confessions of a Worship Leader podcast where you will receive more episodes and announcements as they drop. Love you guys. Again, go into the new year happy, healthy, and safe. Love you all. See you next time. Until then, I'm Brandon.